Hey everybody, Brad Stevens here, founder and CEO of Outsource Access. We help companies redefine how they scale with offshore affordable staff from the Philippines. Congrats to all fellow winners of the 2023 Real Leaders Impact Awards. We are proud to be among you. About 10 years ago, I woke up to a major growth problem in my last business. Cash was tight, staff was overwhelmed, and tasks were not getting done. Then I discovered the world of offshore virtual staff in the Philippines where English is their second language, so there is no communication or culture gap. I realized outsourcing wasn't just call centers, it was access to college-educated Filipinos to support sales, marketing, operations, customer service, bookkeeping, personal tasks, and more. And in fact, the first woman I hired in the Philippines at 23 is now an award-winning COO of our entire company. It inspired me to launch Outsource Access. One client and YPO member, Ali Jamal, shared their offshore virtual staff Edison automated processes and saved them over 50,000 per year in the first few weeks. It's about finally getting things done and staff focusing on higher value activities. We've grown by over 2,000% in just three and a half years and will double next year. To receive a complimentary outsourcing playbook customized for your industry and to connect with one of our team here at Outsource Access, just visit RedefineScale.com. That's RedefineScale.com or text the word SCALE to 770-954-8440. Two months after hiring my first staff, she sent me a picture of shoes she bought for low-income children because of the opportunity. And now we support thousands of families and the environment with United Nations SDG projects. I'm proud we've grown with impact. To learn more, visit RedefineScale.com. Boom, what up? Hello, bonjour, and hola, real leaders. This is Kevin Edwards, your host here, and I am so excited. You're tuning in to one of our amazing experiences. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, real, and loaded with inspiration, guaranteed to support your impact journey. So sit back, enjoy the listen, folks share a review afterward, and always keep it real. Five, four, three, two, and one. Welcome everyone to this episode of the Real Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Edwards, and joining us today, folks, we've got a good one. We've got the CEO of Talk Space, former executive chairman and CEO of Bioreference Laboratories, and a new, which I'm really excited about, a new recent author of Swap, Leadership to Provide COVID Testing in the Race to Provide COVID Testing to America. Please give a warm welcome to Mr. or Dr. John Cohen. Doc, how are you doing today? Great. Thanks, Kevin. And thanks for the you know incredible opportunity to do this and to talk to your audience. It's great. Of course. Well, I, you know, forgive me. I didn't know you had a book coming out. So this, this concept, this, you know, swap leadership to, you know, in the race to provide COVID testing to America, everyone can resonate with that. So I want to start there, Doc, what was your role in that? So I was a CEO and executive chairman of Bioreference. It's uh, one of the largest three, four largest laboratories, commercial laboratories in the country, um, which means we did diagnostic testing. And, um, we had the opportunity to perform uh, just over 25 million tests. We were the leader in surveillance testing, which means uh, we ended up with the exclusive contracts to test the NFL. We tested the NBA bubble, if you remember that. Yeah. We had the exclusive, almost exclusivity for uh, New York City public schools. And we were the first to relaunch, actually, the cruise industry with Royal Caribbean, just to name a few. Um, so we had this extraordinary experience and a lot of the stories and how we pulled it off. 
became interesting to a lot of people. And people said, listen, why don't you write about it? And after some discussion and thought, I did. It took me about a year. Uh, I had some really great help. Um, and we, you know, interviewed all the a bunch of the employees involved. Um, I had not, I'd written a Basco surgery book 35 years ago. That's my background, which is nothing like this. So if I knew now, if I knew then what I do now, whatever, I probably may not have done it. It's a really, really significant amount of work to write a book. Um, but it's done. It just came out uh, yesterday, uh, general to offer to the general public. Um, so it's great. I, uh, I know we could talk about it as much as you want. It, it's a, it's what I think is the, well, one of the most important things is, you know, there's crisis leadership. And when I talk about crisis leadership, there's like an event happens. So, so even if you look at 9-11, I was involved to some degree in that, you know, you have an event and then you have to figure out how you're going to deal with that event. COVID was unbelievably different. And the reason I say that is every day something changed. So it's not only that you're leading during a crisis, but the crisis continues to evolve. So every time you have something figured out, it, you just have, the next day it changes. Uh, my, 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 you know, one of my, you know, favorite or the, the favorite quote, you know, that I, that I, that I put in the book, um, you know, has a, is relative to that. And the, the quote is, uh, COVID is where intuition goes to die. And I had that on my blackboard the entire time, because every time I thought I knew what was going to happen the next day, something else happened. So anyway, it's a very different type of leadership when you just have you just don't have the data that you would want to have to make the decisions you need to do. So it's a, it's a, it was a really big thing. So anyway, that's why I wrote the book. Um, I had a good time writing it. Uh, it was fun. It's a lot of it, as I said, is stories and backstories, particularly about how we pulled it off. So, so Doc, go, go into that a little bit more. What were some of like, what event triggers in your mind when you think about uh, a new event that challenged you, challenged your leadership and maybe something you got wrong? Right. Well, uh, you know, people say, what do you get wrong? I mean, we, we could spend the next 25 <laughs> hours talking about all the things I got wrong. I mean, so it happens frequently. I think that, um, well, one of the, you know, I think, you know, you, you know, one of the stories to tell you. So um, we, uh, we had the exclusive contract with the NFL and, um, and what that meant is, is before COVID had, we did there was a, just a huge amount of things we weren't able to do so to give you an idea by the time we had the nfl up and running we were testing all 32 nfl teams in 30 cities uh, around the country and turning those results around less than 24 hours right in a situation where we had never tested for covid before we had no logistics in place we had no information technology things in place um so we had to stand up teams we had 10 or 12 full-time people at every single nfl we had to put trailers in all the parking lots. We had to figure out that, you know, how to get people in and out. And it was just an incredible logistical build um, to be able to pick it up, swap people, pick it up, get the results back and make sure that no, just, you know, no game got canceled. No player got the wrong result. And we ended up with whatever it was, 256 games, all the playoffs in the Super Bowl so that the NFL could complete their season. So that was just one example of what we tried to do. And we had unbelievable ups and downs, you know, which I talk about in the book, about what happened, the trials and tribulations, all of the, the failures that we had, things we couldn't figure out, the you know, things we had to figure out, you know, on the fly. We were, we had what's called, we had a, a chain of custody tracking for every single specimen in the NFL. 
which means someone would go pick up the specimen, either drive it to the lab or get on a plane, check it, pick it up and bring it to the lab. Well, the number of things that could go wrong is, is incalculable, which we had no idea about. Um, and it was tough. We, we, and then we had one episode where we thought we had a contamination. You talk about failures. We thought we had a contamination in the lab. I, I got a call one day from my chief medical office that basically 84 players just tested positive and that's like not possible. How's it, you know, we were staring down trying to, you know, canceling, you know, half of the weekends of the NFL games and trying to figure out why all these, and it turns out in the end, there was a bad batch on the reagents, which we didn't know. So in a, in a typical, what I call one of the, I list all these things in the book relative to, to leadership and things to do. One of the first things you do on something like that is one, you take credit, meaning not credit, you, you take ownership, you say it's my fault, and you move on. Because the last thing you want to do is, is like tell people, well, was it my fault? I didn't know what happened. You know, because the press is going to kill you anyway. So the idea, as I always said, is be honest, brutally honest, tell people what you know, go out, you know, make sure they understand what you understand, and just take responsibility and move on. And that's what we did. Turns out we, we didn't make a mistake, but at the time, I did say that we did, you know, we owned it and it was our fault just to give you an example. Um, and again, I could tell, you know, the book, I could tell story. That's what the book's about. It's about all these things we did. We, we ran the NFL, we ran the NBA bubble. If you remember, the NBA had a bubble in Disney and the ESPN Center in Orlando. Uh, we were the exclusive provider. I had 120 staff in the bubble running, you know, specimens for the NBA back and forth for our lab, you know, four or five times a day. And, and you could not get in and out of that bubble without unbelievable security and getting COVID tested. And just so you know, for the record, in the bubble, the, N the NBA had not one single positive COVID test when they ran their season and the playoffs in the bubble. That's how extraordinary it was for them, the amount of knowledge that they had and how they pulled it off. So anyway, it, it's, it's, it's in the book. So no, I, I, I like it. And, and, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I think about, you know, I had some pretty close ties with, um, I used to work with the the basketball team at my, my college at university of Arizona. And so we had a, you know, testing every single day, every single practice, the players to go in, they got tested, just the amount of tests that they had to get out. And so that's like, it's hard to even imagine the scale at like what you had to deal with. But one of the things that I, I caught on to is you had like these three goals. You talked about, you know, we want to make sure everything was effective and you know, whatever else they were. Doc, I'm curious, you know, when it comes to communication, like what are some key things leaders can latch on to for how to communicate a clear message to empower others? Yeah. So that's a, it's a great question. And you and I talk about, I, I've been involved in, I've been very fortunate to have, you know, a bunch of leadership positions through my career, different types of entities as chairman of surgery. I ran a lot of large health system as a chief medical officer, uh, actually ran for, for public office for Lieutenant governor of New York. And I, uh, so I've had all these really interesting experiences. And when you talk about communication, cause I, I actually, I teach, I was, I haven't done a little bit, I teach a capstone on uh, health policy and leadership at Columbia. Um, and we talk about communication because I, I think you can learn it. You know, people say, well, how can you learn it? And I think you can learn to be a good communicator, but it just doesn't happen without trying and actually having somebody criticize you and, and, and show you and teach you how to, 
how to go in a room and actually actually how to deliver a PowerPoint or how to deliver a talk. I, I find it quite honestly stunning the amount of times I walk in a room and a presentation is just unbelievably terrible. And I, I said that I go, I can't believe this person's presenting and no one taught this person how to actually present to a to a significant audience or whatever. Um and they and they're and it's learnable. As I said, you could you'd actually you know, you need to figure out how to be if you're not a good communicator, it's really hard to be an effective leader. Um and that could be either either in an environment where you're actually giving a prepared talk or not. But the the ability to communicate um it's pretty high up on the eq you know the emotional quotient scale that you need to be an effective leader so so i'm a big big believer in the in the communication thing and and it, it's not just about being honest and and being believable but it, it's it's uh, i tell i tell people all the time you know if you get if you give a talk you're lucky if people can remember one thing you said if they if they remember three it's amazing but you know so you know that that's part of the thing of people getting out there and throwing and then you know and then i hate it when people read their talks or read their slides and you know i think storytelling is obviously incredibly important to relate to the audience so there's a there's a whole cadre of things that that people could do if they want to be leaders um to learn how to communicate yeah, I like that. And that's the thing about communication, right? It's it's the perception that's actually taking place or has taken place. You know, there's an illusion that has happened. And um yeah, something that you mentioned there, you know, this 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 concept of, you know, hey, people haven't been taught on how to do this. And and this is something I I grapple with. It's it's you know, it can leadership be taught or is it caught? You know, is it something that maybe inspires you? Uh, or is it something that you can actually, hey, you need to do this. So in your experience, Doc, like is leadership more caught or is it is it taught? Um, so so you mean is can you you mean can it be acquired or or not? I guess is your is your question. When uh, you think about your leadership, is it something that someone's teaching you? Like you talk talk about I'm learning a lot from others who are telling me maybe. How, what to do, what not to do, um, or is it caught where you see someone or something has inspired you to then go pursue or take an action because uh, innately, you know, you 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 need to express that uh, that energy, that leadership. So it's this is a this is as you as you know you do that you've done this for a long long time. It's <laughs> it's an age old question, right? Can you really, you know? I don't think people are born leaders, but I think that I am a huge believer in emotional intelligence, you know, EQ and the emotional quotient. Um, Cause I've seen a huge number of successful people who turn out to be terrible leaders. Um, you know, there's a big difference between success and leadership, right? So I know a whole bunch of people who were in, were successful in what they did and they have, because of that got promoted. And when they got promoted into a leadership position, they failed. Um, and a lot of it is truly uh, emotional intelligence and and your ability to to deal with 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 people. Um, but there are things on the other side is is you can learn it. Um, I think, meaning you, I, I'm sure you can learn it by observing other leaders and being in situations and understanding how people deal with it. But there is a there is a component that I'm not sure is learnable. Um, and I, it's hard to put a, a finger on that, but, but it is, there is a component that makes people, um, inspire other people 
and people want to be led by them. There, there is that, that unknown, uh, that secret sauce thing that I can't probably tell you to put your finger on, but I think it, but it does exist. I mean, most people will tell you when they're, when they've been in, in the room with a leader that they really just like or love or think has done a great job, which is another whole story is how do you define it? But it, it's hard to completely say that it's teachable. Hmm. And, and looking back at your all of your experiences, like where do you think you developed most as a leader? Was it during a time of crisis or it during another uh, stage of your career? Um, I think it's an accumulation of different life experiences. I, I it's uh, part of the. I think it's part of personality and part of an. It's an accumulation of life experiences of being exposed to people that I think. Uh, that you want to emulate i think that's a big part of it um and it's it's definitely learned in some way but uh, i don't think it's one thing or another or one particular experience i think it's been a evolution for me personally you started at the beginning of the show you talked about crisis leadership it's different than than most leadership what can you learn from crisis leadership that you can apply toward talk space um that that's been really helpful with the growth of your organization so, um, so Talkspace, just you know, Talkspace, we're the we're one of the largest providers of telehealth, mental health services in the country. We are actually have the largest um, uh, uh, health coverage network in the country. What I mean by that is we're a covered service for over 112 million Americans. That means that if you get Talkspace therapy, if you get therapy through Talkspace, pretty good chance your insurance is going to cover it, and you have a small out of pocket code. So that's our big one of our big differentials. The other is we. We uh, talk space. I know I've been here eight months, but it's been around a long time. It's been around 12 years and did all the most of the pioneering work on texting. So texting therapy actually works remarkably well. And then we also do live video. So that's you know live video and voice. Um, so a lot of people, it turns out, get get therapy now through telehealth. And that's what we do is telehealth, mental health. Um, um, and of course, as I like to say, mental health time has come. Uh, what I've seen since I've been here, it's a it's a it's a younger group. It's a younger group of executives than I had in the past. Uh, very assertive, very aggressive. You know, really, really work extraordinarily hard to make this this happen. I think the the like other positions I've been in, the 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 most important thing you could do is to set the strategy and to hold people accountable to deliver on that strategy. I mean, in uh, in the end, you can, anybody could say they're a leader, but you're judged by your performance, and your performance is delivering on whatever that metrics is about how you get measured. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. You're not an effective leader, right? That, exactly. that is the bottom line. Is do you do you deliver on what you said you're going to deliver on, or what's either it's a whether it's a a non for profit or for profit or a health system or whatever it is, you, there's a set of metrics is of which you're going to need to be measured on and if you deliver on them you're successful you're a successful leader if you don't it doesn't matter i couldn't agree more i mean i think that's what an impact leader is someone who takes action doesn't just talk about it um john it's been a pleasure having you on the show today just look at the clock here i want to make sure we give you time for that last question and that is this and in all of this dr john cohen what is your definition of a real leader uh, I think it's uh, it's really what we just talked about. A real leader, you know, there, there's all this, there's a lot of description of behaviors of leaders, right? You know, and 
listen to people and respond in a timely fashion, you know, cut to the chase, don't respond when angry, prepare for meetings, you know, know the field, you know, be loyal. And then, and then there's, a, there's, there's 20 other descriptors of, of what are characteristics of a leader. But, but what makes, you know, a real leader is what I said is the ability to deliver. So you, you, in the end is, did you achieve what you were going to achieve? Um, and, and to do that is all the things I talked about. It's all those characteristics that you need. It's all the, the behaviors that you have to show. Um, but in the end, regardless of all those, you have to be able to say, this is what I did. This is what, you know, I was hopefully considered, hopefully considered an effective leader during COVID because we delivered 25 million tests. We, you know, we, we were the leader of surveillance testing. We delivered for all of the, the, the partnerships that we had. So we delivered on what we needed to do. Um, that's how real leaders should be judged, you know, not whether they're, you know, funny or not funny, or they're great with their people or their people get promoted. You do all those things, but you do those in the context to deliver on results. That's what's important. I like that. Well, powerful. Well, thank you so much for coming on the program today, John, and, and going really anywhere, you know, with, with this show and, and uh, working with me and those questions. For Dr. John Cohen, I'm Kevin Edwards asking you to go out there, deliver results, and always keep it real. Thanks, Doc. Thank you, Kevin. Hey, Releaders, thanks again for listening to this amazing episode. And if you're someone like me who goes all the way to the end just to make sure I can extract as much information, education, and inspiration out of every single interview, might I suggest you check out our magazine. If you go online to Releaders.com today, you're going to get the first 30 days for free where you're going to be able to access all of our magazines courses and live events from some of the top thought leaders around the world. All you have to do is go online to realleaders.com and click the subscribe button in the top right corner to get your free 30-day trial right now. Again, that's real-leaders.com. Thanks again for being a real leader and always keep it real.